This is Chiefs Mana on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ as we follow the fortunes of the Chiefs as they strive to go one better in 2024 in Super Rugby Pacific. Yes, Chiefs Mana in that cauldron, that cauldron of Rugby Park with Referee's Corner. Well, it used to be Referee's Corner. Hold on, I'm old enough to remember it. So Steve Gordon, a great Chief himself. Welcome in, Steve. G'day, Steffi. Yeah, and great to be uh, back in Super Rugby season. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, what's different about Super Rugby for you this year? Uh, I, I just think there's, obviously, there's, there's a, a whole raft of personnel changes uh, through teams. You know, for the, we've put the World Cup behind us now, and we're, we're back into that sort of exciting rebuilding um, guys are going to try different things because they've got they've got time on their side now. You know, we're, we're at the start of that four year cycle. Um, there's a few new fresh coaches, a few few old faces back. I'm really excited to see uh, the, the caliber of a guy like Ben Connor, Jamie Joseph coming back into the mix. I think that's just going to add some real depth and, and knowledge uh, to to the whole tournament. There's going to be some some good rugby. There's not going to be any real sort of guaranteed, um, uh, you know, points in the bank sort of games that, you know, you just have to turn out, play well, you should win it. Every game is going to be a, an absolute contest uh, with, with the, the depth that we've got uh, in, the, in the coaching stocks. And, and with the Hurricanes too, the, the Scotsman coming in there, it's, yeah. a, it's a takeover. You know, if the Stevens back, you know, and Scottish rugby's on a bit of a high at the moment as well. So I, I think it's great you know, to have those, those guys involved and, and hopefully... I think hopefully we can we can get some real variation in how teams play. I don't think we're going to try and have this generic way New Zealand style of play. We're going to have perhaps the Highlanders way and, and the JR influence. You know the the um, the Hurricanes under their new new team there. You can guarantee that uh, the Blues are going to have a, a Vern Cotter way of playing. And, and hopefully our, our Chiefs can, can build on what they've achieved over the last couple of years uh, in the Cater. Yeah, and the opposite really for the Chiefs, a very settled coaching lineup. When you look at Rob Penny and the Crusaders with Razor going, a really settled coaching staff with the Chiefs who came within a whisker of winning it last year. I know you've had some defections, but having a settled coaching staff, what will that do for this group? Oh, you straight into your system, you know the routine. Uh, Minty and I shot down yesterday just to have a, have a quick look um, at, at training just to sort of try and recognise body shapes for the, <laughs> the call on, on Friday night and they, they just were straight into their work. You know, they, they, they had systems, um, you know, they're just acting on prompts and cues from the, the coaching personnel. They knew what they had to, had to get underway and probably the, the, the good thing too is that they uh, know the expectation of excellence from the, the current team of coaches. Damian McKenzie knows he's got the 10 jersey for the whole season. Um, he's going to play a, f- a really crucial point in the All Black season as well. Big old year for DMAC. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you talk about that spine uh, in, in rugby league, but it's sort of it's comparable to uh, rugby union too. We're going to see a lot of uh, Sean Stevenson at fullback, and we, we know that, that, that they can switch roles readily. DMAC and Stevenson, you've got the emerging battle of um, Cortez Ratama and Xavier Rowe for the nine, you know, two young, quite aspirational uh, young players here trying to make their mark. And then you, you've got the skipper at number eight calling the shots. Um, so Luke Jacobson said, so I think it's a, a really good setup. And I think there's an, enough confidence around DMAC too. Because, uh, you know, sometimes 
I don't think Dean knows what he's going to do with the team. It's just the way he plays. He's, he's so instinctive and probably has the ability to see things what you know the rest of us um, plonkers could only dream about. But sometimes you know you, you just need a little bit of structure with, with um, you know Quinn and, and Anton Leonard Brown outside him, and you've got um, an emerging voice and, and Sean Stevens in the back starting to call plays. I, I think you'll see a lot more more structured play from the Chiefs coming out of DMAC. But I just hope we don't lose that. That, that man's brilliant. That he seems to be able to um, just pull out of nowhere. And uh, I think that's why we love him. And I think that's why they want to use him at 10, because he can turn a game on its ear in an instant. But they'll be looking for him to mature a bit and um, play the structure and, and try and get all of his team into the game uh, around him as well. So there's a the, the collective 15 on the park know what's going on. The Chiefs in, in sort of recent years have been really hit hard by injury bugs and Touchwood, man, I just really hope they have a healthy season because Anton Leonard Brown, who's had his injury concerns, Quintapaya had his injury concerns. I really hope for them that they can stay on the park. That is an exciting slash settled um, lineup. And if for people with Anton there, if anyone knows what Damian McKenzie do, like Damian doesn't even know what he's going to do, but Anton's probably the right guy to have alongside. Oh, absolutely. You know, he's well-structured, well-experienced. He's got a, a, a magnificent understanding of the game now, Anton. You can see why he goes about his business. And, uh, he's probably, you know, two or three, four phases ahead of, of uh, most other guys in, in that senior position. And, you know, we, we've seen it so many times, you know, looking back in the day, you know, um, you know, we saw Joe Stanley's emergence, you know, in his late 20s, early 30s as a world-class center, we saw it in, in, in Buncey, mm. um, late 20s, early 30s, when they're playing their best rugby. Conrad Smith, probably a little bit earlier, but the, the, the tail end of his career, he had the, had the game on a string and um, with that experience, that center, because you're, you're making so many... Um, Tactical decisions, probably the the second, third, fourth phase uh, of play at, at centre, and what you see is a little bit different from what Damien will see evolving in the game as well. So, yeah, his communication with Damien to where the opportunities are and, and where they should be trying to close the opposition down will be crucial. And he, he's a big voice in, in that back line now, and hopefully. Um, Quinn coming back to full fitness, you know, he's a, really a, a braces young man. And uh, I think the, the three of them there will really complement each other so well. Abrasive young man, Samapeni Fina. Ross Filippo told me two or three years ago, watch out for this guy. He's gone from strength to strength. And, uh, uh, I'm expecting, uh, and I, I will not be surprised to see great things from this young man. I didn't love it last year where beginning of, the, of Super Rugby, the, the national selectors were do, doing their, their best to ignore him because they thought they had, had their, their, their um, loose forward and sort of big impact uh, player sorted out. But he just wouldn't go away. He, he, he stacked performance on performance where they just had to look at him. And then when he got a bit of a, bit of a sniff, he, he really rose to the occasion. And uh, I think, you know, um, he's had a taste now. Um, it, He's had an incredible work rate. It hasn't just been a, a one-season wonder. He's been working real hard for Waikato for sort of five years now, and then he's, he's had a taste of Super Rugby. He's got himself established in there, and he, he's you know, doing it from progression from a um, you know from a, a provincial player to a Super player 
to a, now he's trying to become a fully fledged international player and he's just done a hard work and repeat performances. Odds like that in a campaign week in, week out are worth gold. So mm. hopefully he can stay injury free. That's the big thing at the moment. Uh, but if he can, like he's going to really push hard for, for national honours under Rage's uh, regime. Yeah. He got really, really close last year. Like, I don't think many people knew, but during the World Cup, he was in Birmingham in a hotel away from the team <laughs> as injury cover. Amoni Narua yeah. came home and they sent Ethan Black at her because he'd got through a couple of games for Tasman. So he'll be pissed off and ready to go. <laughs> oh, absolutely will be. You know? And um, oh, I can't wait to see those showdowns with some of those guys, those fringe guys now that these uh, opportunities opened up in the national side and... and and new thinking with a, a new um, coaching management regime at the ABs. So it's a perfect opportunity for some of these guys that have been fringed to, to really press their cause for, for high honours. But like, anyone that's been around the game for a while knows that you just have to do it week in, week out in uh, Super Rugby to show that you're com- constantly um, and consistently at that level. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to some of the local derbies when they, these young fellas go head-to-head pushing for um, recognition in the national side. Luke Jacobson being named the skipper, which, which I love, and, and a little a little story about Luke Jacobson. I went down to Chiefs Training Centre to, I was actually delivering a painting of Sean Wainui, which I think now is in their gym up on the wall. Uh, the whole team was in there. No one approached me except Luke Jacobson, came out, extended his hand, introduced himself and said, how can I help you? And I went, wow, there is a leader. What do you like him yeah. having the ca- captain's yeah. armband on? Oh, he's sort of been groomed for it. You know, right from schoolboy level, he was something special as a player. But, um, you know, when he was at Cambridge High School there and um, leading their first 15 years so in the National um, Coed School Championship, he, he's been tagged as a leader of, of men and uh to see him, you know, when Timmy uh, Kane had, had um, issues during the year where, where um, Luke stepped up and took that role. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's been groomed for it, and he's proven now that, that he has that ability to lead to match his game. So I, I think it'd be great. You know, um, as a captain, you're continually learning because no situation is ever the same, and, and you, you evolve as a captain. But um, his involvement to, to date has, has been special. So, yeah, I, I think he's going really well. And you can just see the training, observing the group, albeit for half an hour. There's no mistake in who the boss is other than, than later. It's, yeah, it's Luke. So, no, though, he's got the, the, the respect of the team. And uh, if he can start converting that into performance and, and hopefully results on the field, yeah, they'll, they'll go. They'll be. You just want them to. Be, you just want them to be a bloody hard team to beat. Mm. And if they can achieve that and, and win, you know, they're going to win a lot more than they're going to lose. Into the engine room where you get your ears all messed up, where you spent your rugby life, um, pr- pretty well served with Tupo Vaiti, etc. But I mentioned in the last half hour on the Highlander show to um, Brendan Laney, I think there's two guys that will be being watched closely. And from the Highlanders, it's Putty Putty Parkinson. And from the Chiefs, it's Manaki Selby Rickett. Two big rangy bodies that could really make a mark this year. Yeah, well, Selby Rickett's got you know, fight of the fans just to get a... Um a starting gig at the Chiefs, you know, so he, he's going to have to be at his best 
we can week out at training to try and get a starting uh, positive because um, you know it's a lot of tipufai and, and akoi there and you know there's some <laughs> other big bodies at mm. the chase that you know, I want to stand up as well. So look, I, I really like Shelby. I, I love his, his skill set. I love his aerial work. Um, he's got a bit of mongrel dog in him too when he carries. You know, for a big rangy guy. And, oh, Guy, he likes to take the ball into contact. He likes to carry, and he has that ability, that aerobic ability, to to, to go the whole eighty, but also work hard to to, to loop around and get outside and, and, and take a, a pass on the second, fourth, fifth, seventh phases. You know where he's just worked hard to chase the the, the ball down and try and create opportunity. And I think in the in the, in the modern game, if they if New Zealand teams really buy into it and, and, and put away the, 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 the uh, soccer boots and this aerial ping-pong that was being played and, and try to really dominate possession and, and create opportunity through possession, you know, guys like uh, Tupuvai and, and Salvi Ricky are, are going to be worth gold. Malachi Rampling's been talked about a lot as a real comer. Um, I don't know if you've seen much of him. If you have, what, what can you tell us about this young man? Oh! Mate, <laughs> Just uh, in training, they did a few semi-contact drills. And just, I don't think the kid knows his strength yet. He was just belting guys, you know, um, left, right, you know, not maliciously, just because he plays with, with just pure abandonment. You know, he, he just loves uh, the physicality and contact. You know he's got a fantastic running game. We've seen um, snippets of it in the uh, NPC. I think he's good. I think that, like any young class, it would just be his understanding and um, his ability to, to realise when he's really needed and, and, and what positives of the field. You know, we see a lot of kids come through and they, you know, have outstanding moments and you know, they produce amazing feats of physicality, beating players and running the ball. But, you know, you, you look to a guy like uh, Sammy Kane, you know, in his career, just the, the the tough guy that turns up at the right right time and, and doing the right thing. And I, I think if, if he can sort of lean on some of the experienced players in that group and, and gain that knowledge, man, he's going to be something special. But that doesn't come easily. You know, that, that comes with time in the middle. So I hope they give him the opportunity and give him some time in the middle so he, he gets the opportunity to, to make those decisions on the field. When you're under real duress and, and fatigue as well, that, that's when it really counts. So... The guy has definitely got the physical good, good, but I'm really looking forward to seeing the developments of his game here. Staying healthy, finally, Steve Gordon, uh, former Rebecca we're talking to. This chief squad on paper, to me, looks like the perfect squad to win a tournament with the tough, uncompromising forward pack and beautiful... Um, Knowledge in the back line, razzle-dazzle and speed in the back line. It's the perfect blend. It is, yeah. You've got, you've got some pure pace out wide. You've got the, the slippery, silty skills of Stevenson that, that love the, the, the counter-attack and uh, kick return. Um, you know, Tim Stabling, he's uh, had a, a sniff around the sevens and sort of been on the scene. He's had a bit of a lick with the Highlanders as, as well. Uh, really exciting kit. Um, got gas to burn. But I, I think it comes back, <coughs> Steffi, <coughs> excuse me, that they've got the tractors up front. Uh, they've got a tight uh, five that they can put out week in, week out, uh, that, that's got real depth and there's real competition in the squad. So if they can get dominant, that allows you to play that razzle-dazzle, um, um, really uh, um, attack-orientated game. 
you need, need, need position to do that. So, yeah, I think it's a well-balanced site, but we, we just, we say it all the time, we need the big fellas performing week in and week out up front, gaining parity or, or dominance. And I think if they can achieve that, they'll go really well. Yep, they will. Looking forward to, as you say, the more I talk about it, the more I'm looking forward to um, this season. It's going to be an absolute, and what a what a barn burner of an opening match, eh? Oh, yeah. You know, Rob Penny would be really excited about bringing his um, up to have a, have a crack up here. You know, there's a lot of talk in the media that the, the two teams generally don't like each other. But, you know, look, they've got mates in, in, in the opposition, but that kind of game time, they won't be liking each other for, for 80 minutes. They'll be trying to tear strips off each other. So expect a pretty confrontational uh, encounter at uh, SMG Stadium on, on Friday night. You know, I think it'll be a good start. Just hope there's not too much ring rust for the boys getting back into the... Um, uh, full contact in a, in a game sense. Uh, if, if there's not, I, I can expect to see some really exciting footy. Steve Gordon, really pleasure to have you on. Uh, we'll catch up again soon. Cheers, Daffy. Always a pleasure talking. Cheers, bud. This is Chiefs Mana on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ as we follow the fortunes of the Chiefs as they strive to go one better in 2024 in Super Rugby Pacific. Got a text here, unnamed texter, ending in 724. Can we win without Sam Kane? I didn't ask Steve Gordon, but I can answer you. Hell yes, you can. Hell yes, you can. So that is kicking us off is the Chiefs. <clears throat> Chiefs Mana hosting 7 o'clock Friday night. The Crusaders, the Will Jordanless Crusaders, no Whitelock, no Moonga, no Scott Robertson. They will have posters on their wall, Chiefs fans, saying let's make a statement game one. Get yourself... Get yourself to FMG Stadium in Waikato to follow Chiefs Mana. My early prediction, Player of the Year, Super Rugby at the Rugby Awards at the end of the year, Damien McKenzie. Damien McKenzie. I think he's going to have a stormer. And my big watch from the Chiefs, Samapini Finau. He's going to go places. Run home's next.